You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm Michaela Oakland. And we're so happy to welcome you in our little, well, I guess this month's, my God, this month it's a sleigh, right? (laughs) It is a sleigh. It's going to be a sleigh all month. It's going to be a sleigh all month. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be, wait, should that be one thing about this podcast? It's going to be a sleigh this month. Um, our vibes are good. My vibes are good. Ellie, how are your vibes? I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I did not get to rest at all for the last couple days. And I got a flu shot and my arm is so sore. But if you haven't gotten your flu shot, you should get your flu shot because getting the flu is the worst thing in the world. And if you get pneumonia, you can just like die. So just get your flu shot. Right. And why couldn't you rest for the last (laughs) few days? (laughs) I had a guess. I had someone staying with me and you know how guests are you have to play with them (laughs) actually we went to bed at very reasonable hours you pervert so then why weren't you able to rest because we were just doing stuff all the time you know now I don't know how much you know about me but Mm. I don't do that much stuff (laughs) right yeah I in terms of like activities I do like two activities a week that's sort of my maximum. Max. Like yeah, I'm max. a sleepy, sleepy little girl. Part of it because I am ill and I don't have right. that much energy to begin with. But, you know, you have someone there and you want to like do activities with them. Like we went ice skating. Yeah. Give me a report on the ice skating. Terrible. Are you ready to? Hated you ready it. to? Okay. Never doing nope. that again. It was. No future lessons. No interest. Objectively, when you come out to LA. one of the worst things I've ever done in my whole life. Oh. Oh my listen, god, you listen. are so it's so scary. It's so scary. And there's like no reason for it to be that scary. Like, even when I was doing it and I was like, okay, like I get it, I get the motion. It's still scary. Yeah, when I was younger and I was I was a competitive ice skater. Yes. Well, I, I used to like go onto the ice knowing that I was going to eat shit. Like I was going to fall really hard and I just had to be okay with that because when you're practicing like axles and stuff, you just are going to, like I did have like pads that I would wear in my butt and stuff because I got bad tailbone injuries and like it was bad. And now when I go to ice skate, I'm like, I don't want to try any jumps. I'm so scared of falling. How did I used to just like be okay with the fact that I was going to fall all the time? It's like that's crazy. So scary. And there were so many people there. So like it would have been really embarrassing to like fall in front because there were like three-year-olds who were like skating full like not scared at all meanwhile i'm holding the wall and i'm the three-year-olds aren't that far from the ground so if they fall it's like not a big deal it's not their life isn't they fall all the time and i'm I'm, not gonna make a comment about no look to be fair i'm not that far from the ground but like i was far enough where i was like i'm not doing that and also i'm like holding on to this man for dear life to the point where after we got off the ice my hand hurt 
from how hard I was holding his hand. I don't know. He probably he had skate? loss of circulation. Uh, yeah, he's he skated. He's fine. He is, like has skateboarded and stuff, so he's got good balance. But even mm-hmm. he was like, no, it was scary. I don't like it. Yeah. Um. I mean, ice skating, I think, isn't something that one session you're going to come out of it and be like, whoa, that's amazing. But I will say that once you can get past i don't know however long it takes for you to feel comfortable just like going backwards and forwards at a normal speed it's like a very free feeling it is like a really fun like it makes me feel i mean part of it's probably nostalgia but also it's just like i've always felt it's like not to be so so cliche but like the closest we can get to flying (laughs) no that's cute i think that's cute and i I think if i wasn't so fucking scared of everything all the time it probably would have been more fun um and we it was the one thing all like the whole time he was here that we were both like, yeah, we probably could have just gone to a holiday market and walked around yeah. on dry land instead of like uh, once we got like off there the was ice, regret about it. There was a little regret about the ice skating. Like it's good to try new mm-hmm. things. I'm, I tried sardines this week. Um, what was the what was the takeaway? really salty? Yeah, can't not in a good way. Yeah, good. Um, it was fine. It wasn't something I would eat again. I wasn't like disgusting, but I was like. It's probably not for me, but glad that I tried it and glad that I tried the ice skating, like glad that we like attempted. Uh, but oh my God, we were both like, yeah, that was not not what we really wanted to do. But everything else was nice. Um, he met some of my friends. I met one of his friends. We had a lot of good food and there was a lot of sort of like laying also, which was nice. But yeah, I'm sleepy. I'm like real sleepy. Yeah, but it's it was like really lovely and I had a really good time and um, just had so much fun. Like, yeah, I'm like tired and like I'll joke about being like super sleepy, eepy and sleepy, but like would not have changed it. It was perfect. And I had so much fun. Gay, gay. <laughs> oh, my God. Gay? gay. Yeah. <laughs> Why gay? I don't know. It just feels that's it the word feels, that I want to say. It feels gay. Feels gay. Feels gay derogatory. Gay. Oh, <laughs> you know like in tw- 2005 when people would say oh, gay you're like that's, oh, that's what i'm so doing gay like you, that's so gay oh you're like yeah. you like you my happiness <laughs> is you to you no you're just being so gay i'm not be- i'm being normal <laughs> i'm being so normal style no you got a straight uh bleh. you got a text from someone saying i think you're the straightest person i know and then I I saw a tweet that was like, if sexuality is a spectrum, that means that there's someone who's the gayest. And I was and like I saw those within a day of each other, and it was really funny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, whatever. What did What did you say to get someone to say that you're the straightest person they know? I said that I was bringing this straight man to meet my friends who are all gay all of them like i'm the the token yeah. straight and so sort of bringing a straight man around them feels like a hate crime and <laughs> mm. um and she was like yeah well yes you are the straightest person that i know honestly being friends with you reminds other people how that gay, gay they are yeah how, like, yeah exactly I'm, even if they're not like that gay talking to you is like whoa i'm gay as fuck i'm like the good luck chuck of gay like being with me reminds you that you're gay. I I haven't seen Good Luck Chuck. I'm so sorry. Right. What, is well, it a the movie? premise is that he's the last person that everyone dates before they get married. So I'm sort of like the friend you oh. hang out with to realize that you're gay. Whoa! You kind <laughs> of are. You actually kind of are. I kind of are. I kind of am. 
Uh, um, moving on. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> this, I'm glad that I wrote this down last week because I've already forgotten about it. But Dumois, Dumois, I have hated this account for so long. Is that how it's pronounced? Dumois, yeah. Dumois. I used to think it was like Dumois, but then I heard a TikTok about it recently that said Dumois. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to remember to pronounce that And right. you did, and but you crushed it. And as soon as I said it, I was like, did I do the wrong, the wrong, the one that I used to say? Or was that the right one? No, okay, because if you said moi, I would have laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It kind of looks like a moi. Doesn't it's a like French M-O-I? word. And so is de. Oh, it's okay. De moi. To me. Yeah. Wow. That, that makes so much sense. Anyway, I hate that account. They have always pissed me off. I don't know why people trust it as a source. I don't know why people are even into it. Mm-hmm. It's like. A slap in the face to real journalists who have to vet stuff and like fact check before they can put a story out. Did you see? Did you see what happened this week? Oh, did of course you, you well, of see course what you happened saw. this week? Who are you I'm talking sorry, I don't know to why. right now? I know, I know. And, and, and when I said it, I was like, "God damn!" <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't look animated in the conversation, so I was like, I'm just maybe, maybe girl. She I'm know? just an eepy sleepy mm. girl, but I am animated about it in my heart because <laughs> it's evil. It's literally evil. I think it's really fucked up and such an invasion of the privacy of these people who are real people as much as we like to talk about celebrities like i don't know yeah well they do a lot of like gross Gross. rumors about women like specifically they try to make women look really bad i know there was like it's a woman isn't it who runs i think so i think that they are they not anonymous anymore? I think no, that they might not be because they, like, they do a on, podcast. They went on now. Ryan Seacrest's Seacrest Seacrest oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> show. Um, it was just like, oh, the whole thing, and then Taylor's publicist make, had to, having to make a statement, being like, "You're lying and you're hurting people," which I think they're building like a, a a case because I hope so. Some of the language that was used, I was like, oh. Just giving defamation. It's about time. Like, you've got to learn eventually. You have to, like, prove damages. And so by saying, like, this is causing trauma and pain, like, that's sort of proving, that's, like, putting that in the record, like, the public record. But, yeah, you know what is yeah. funny, though? And this is, like, tea just for the besties. Like, just for you guys. Just just, just for you. From a trusted source close to Taylor, what's kind of funny is I know that she likes, like, she likes to send incorrect blind items to her friends like incorrect rumors about them when she sees it on demois oh, yeah like she's i she think the kardashians did that too yeah I, she like sends them to her friends when she sees them um but it must so i'm guessing it must be all the time that like the things that are on there are completely false but people really take them as totally true and i think that that's that's a good point it could be like a celebrity did send that to a friend, but it was a false rumor to see who was leaking stuff or something. Sure. Like, if this person really does have sources or whatever, which I'm sure they do have some, but it's, like, even still, a lot of it seems to have started from just random people DMing them and saying they knew somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, one thing about me, I'm ethical. I would never go to Demois with the things I know. <laughs> <laughs> we would just talk about them I just talk about them publicly on, on the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> We would stand behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a huge update, and this like blew my mind. This this rocked my world. It rocked my shit. Last week we had a roadside attraction, the fifty nine million dollar wedding of the car dealership heiress, and <laughs> you will never believe what happened. We said something shady was afoot. Mm-hmm. We didn't guess. Just, I honestly think that the truth is worse than what we what thought it was. Yeah. So the man that she was marrying was just arrested 
for opening fire on a group of policemen. And I didn't read like I didn't read all the information, but I I I have to imagine that there's something within that family that's dark. And we knew it. And we knew that there was something dark within them. Oh, I'm not surprised at all. Like something is definitely fucked up there. And I don't even think that's the only thing that's going to come out. I think that's part one of the 10 things that will come up out about these people, which it's part one. By the way, like, why would you so publicly have this gigantic wedding if your family clearly has some shady shit? I was just thinking that. I think they're going to regret drawing attention to themselves. Yeah. Because I think that there are skeletons in that closet and they're they're getting tugged on yeah. real quick. Real quick. Why would you do something so stupid after just having a $60 million <laughs> wedding? You, like, decide to ruin your life? I mean, maybe they're just really sad. Maybe he was, like... I mean, he didn't Ooh. die, which you, let's talk about You think it was like a how, suicide by cop situation? I don't know necessarily if that's what I think. I just think that, like, he was probably depressed. How, Like, if you're going to risk your life after get, right after getting married, like, there's got to be yeah, some kind yikes. of weird feelings going on there. But um, it made me want to ask you what your thoughts about prenups are. Because Ooh. I was like, if she's the one coming into this with... Well, I don't know how many millions they have left. Probably not as many, but you don't know. They could be in Sweden some or something like that. The Bahamas. Is he going to get half of that after being a crazy person? I'm sure they signed a prenup. I, I'm I hope sure. they signed With a that, prenup. When that kind of money's on the table, like, yeah. am I going to sign a prenup? Probably not. I don't have that kind of money. But, like, if you're, like, a billionaire and you're marrying someone with three doll hairs to their name, yeah, yeah you protect I, so- your assets. Like, I get it. You're pro prenup? I think I'm pro prenup, yeah. In the right circumstances, I think it makes sense. I have a... Mm, so I think you could have a prenup for money you had before the marriage, but any money that you make after getting married, mm-hmm. no matter like what the situation is, should be split. Yeah, That's how I, I feel agree about with it. You. I think that if you have assets or you have money that is yours before the marriage, like you shouldn't... Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be... Like if I owned a house in the Hamptons... I'd be like, yeah, right. we're signing a prenup for that because that's mine. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, I agree. I get it. I think I think I used to be super anti-prenup, but then I was like, well, you know, things happen. And apparently in California, like, even if there was cheating, that doesn't affect, like, like there's, like, a no-fault clause mm-hmm. no for fault divorce. divorces. Yeah, no-fault divorce. So, like, it doesn't even matter if someone fucks up like that. That's crazy. I would protect... But my prenup wouldn't be, like, an all-out prenup. Hmm. You know what I mean? It would be, like, both of us, whatever we have going in is ours. Whatever we do after this point is shared. Yeah, because it, it, I mean, isn't that the point of a marriage? To grow together. Yeah, because you're only able to do that because of the other person doing other things. Exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, there's like that shared labor. You know, I had it. And I'll ask you this because this was like an interesting thought experiment. We had this conversation um, at dinner last night. But like when you imagine like if you close your eyes and you imagine a perfect day in your perfect future where everything has sort of gone perfectly and you found your path and you figured out how, you know, if you if. Say that everything was figured Whoa. out, like, and you woke up in the morning, it was your perfect life and your perfect day. Like, what does that look like? Like, what do you do in the morning? And like, what do you do with your day? And, you know, what, where do you live? And what do you do for work? You know, like, imagining that perfection, mm. like the perfect day in the future where you figured everything out. And what does that look like? It was actually weirdly helpful for me to help figure out 
well, what do I see my future? What would I like for my future? Well, that kind of reminds me of the exercise we did a while ago. That's like, if you had no fears, like, what would you do? Yeah. Like, it's good, I think, to imagine those things, because if you aren't ever thinking about that, like, it's hard. And I'm not saying like, ooh, this will manifest it. If you just like think about it, it'll manifest it. But it'll it's good to think about those things, just like having a five year plan is Mm -hmm. because you want to know, like, what's the goal here? And if you don't have anything like that, it's hard to care about stuff. It's hard to like be excited to do things. It's really good to have like long-term goals and then medium-term goals and short-term goals. Yeah. And the short and medium-term goals should correspond with your long-term goals. And if they don't, that right. might be why you feel a little bit crazy or you feel untethered or unmoored or something because you're like, what am I even doing any of this for? Mm-hmm. If you don't have that that ideal future in mind. And I like the prompt of like in a future where you figured it right. out. Because even if you don't know right now, it's a future where you figured that out. Mm-hmm. What does it look like for you? And then that's something to work towards. Yeah, I love that. I think that that's a beautiful exercise. I mean, obviously having long-term shirt, short-term goals and things like that is super obvious. But then I feel like those things are important to remind people of and to like repeat because even those things that feel obvious and like things your parents snagged you about when you were 12, like we still might not be doing them. Yeah, or not really know what it means. Like, what does it mean to have a five-year plan? Like, what does it mean to have, like, long-term goals? And it can look, like, that simple. Like, to have a Mm -hmm. beautiful green kitchen (laughs) one day. Yeah, I think any kind of planning where you can just remove the anxiety from it and be like, no, I'm going to pretend that that's not an issue Mm -hmm. in this ideal world. Like you said, I'm going to have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have any fears about it. What would it be? Yeah. And then what are actual things that I can do? To get me closer that, to that eventuality. Yeah. I think it's just a beautiful thing. And one of thing. them is pivoting to video. <laughs> but is it? And that's the question. Yeah, so stupid. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to make sourdough bread and I'm really excited about okay, it. huge for you. My mom used to make sourdough all the time. Did you get a starter? We're... So we ordered a starter. I ordered a starter on Amazon. That's like a 260-year-old yeah. sourdough starter. Um, because I guess the lo- the older it is, the better it is. Like the most mm-hmm. more flavorful it is. And once you have it, you have to feed it like yeah. every week. Yeah, isn't that weird? Which is a big commitment. It's a, commitment. It's a big commitment. It's a living organism um, after all. But I will be sharing photos, uh, videos. Do you have a name unless for it? Flops. Not yet because I haven't seen it. I have to see it and I have mm. to... Can you I know, suggest reach into my heart? Flora. Whoa. Yeah. That's a beautiful name, Ellie. Thank you. It's a beautiful name for a little girl. For, for a little, little sourdough girl. girl. <laughs> for a little yeasty girl, Flora. Yeast is a beautiful name for Yeast okay. is a beautiful um, <laughs> name for girl. What did I there was a name the other day where I was like, that would be a beautiful name if it wasn't. Oh, lasagna. Uh lasagna? Beautiful name if I, it wasn't wait, lasagna. Let me think about it. Let me let me detach. Let me detach the visuals. Let me detach the emotion. Mm-hmm. Lasagna, La- lasagna, lasagna. Because <laughs> it's like yeah. Anya and like yeah, it's pretty lasagna. It is. It it's is. Pretty. Now I'm getting it. It's now pretty. I'm seeing it. Yeah. Upon the first listen, you're like, it was huh? Her. Yeah, but no yeah, lasagna. But, but then I was like, whoa, lasagna. Kind of a beautiful name. Beautiful, beautiful name. Yeah. It's like how um, chlamydia is a really pretty word. Right. No, that one I've always understood. Yeah, that one intrinsically. Upon upon first hearing, I said, Chlamydia is a beautiful name. Yeah. (laughs) Who named that? Science. 
Now, yeast infection <laughs> was never beautiful. <laughs> never beautiful and correctly not beautiful. It shouldn't be beautiful, beautifully named. Mm. What's the other one? What's the urinary tract infection? Yeah. Yeah. Also not not beautiful. Not beautiful. Sorry, Chlamydia. not beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mom and I are putting on a show. Yeah, explain for that. Christmas. Okay, so you know how I love inflatable costumes. Yeah. So I got a giant inflatable Christmas tree costume, and my mom got an inflatable gingerbread man costume. And my eight-year-old nephew is coming out, so we're going to choreograph a dance to put on and surprise him with it. And I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to bang. I think it's going to blow people's heads (laughs) out the water. Is that the saying? Blow, blow their, blow them, their blow them out, out the water, water is a separate oh, just blow thing. them out the water. Yeah. Just blow them out the water. Yeah. No, blow their heads off. Yeah. They're both, you sort of combine them, which has a name, by the way, when you combine two colloquialisms, but I don't remember what it, what it is. Huh. <laughs> write in. Actually, we can just Google it. You yeah, don't have we'll to write in. Google it, but you can <laughs> write in if you really want to. Because I appreciate so when I you a- give us updates on things like. Oh my God. The Super Size Me Guy. Yeah, I love getting updates. Oh, what updates did we get on the Super Size Me guy? Oh, that he oh, wait, had, I remember. that he'd struggled with alcoholism and that was a big part of his weight gain. And yes. he didn't disclose it at all during the thing. Like from a young age or something, yeah. I think you said yeah. he had struggled with that. Yeah. And you know what? That's often the issue with these self-help books or documentaries. Mm-hmm. They'll give you a study and they'll not do all the facts. Mm-hmm. They, they'll leave it out. Mm. And that's what you call the Stanford Prison Experimentism. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have a question for my Jewish queen. Okay. Are green and red holiday like colors or specifically Christmas right. colors? So I think this is a really good question. Um, okay. I think that they're Christmas colors, but I don't know why. Like I, because right. Hanukkah has like blue and white and those are, but sort of red and green is that's but then again they're silver bells but because so, like green and red aren't associated with christianity they're just associated confusing. with christmas that's why i'm like i don't know but also like the tree isn't associated with christianity it's associated with the holiday right right so like maybe it's just well, one of those things i think it just depends on the family if the tree is involved mm-hmm. i think Oh, my God. This is one of those situations where I'm going to speak about things I have no idea. This is like a guess, mind you, before Mm -hmm. I say this. It's guesswork. I feel like the tree started as a Christmas thing. So it didn't. Wasn't it a pagan thing? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think before any of our holidays, there were the pagan versions. Right. Like, shit like that. Yeah, totally, totally. (laughs) So here's the thing. Uh, To answer your question, I think it's just a Christmas thing, but I don't know why. I don't know who picked red and green. I don't know if that was a Hallmark thing. That's possible. Probably often. You know, that often seems to be many the case. such cases. But it would be actually, I love finding things where it's like, yeah, even people a thousand years ago were doing red and green, you know, or Christmas, holidays or Christmas. holidays but or even Christmas winter. Christmas can't have lasted that long. Right. Should we look into this? We'll would have this be to interesting look to look into? I, like the origin of red and green. Mm-hmm. It does interest me. We could probably also ask Julia. I feel like she also I do knows feel these like things. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think that that's all I have to catch up on. Is there anything else you wanted to catch up on? You um, got a flu shot. I did get a flu shot and it, my arm really hurts. But the guy was really, really nice. And he was like, don't tense up because it hurts more if you tense up. And I'm like, how do you not tense up? Also, now that you said don't tense up, I'm obviously going to tense up. And so he was like, just put well, your arm yeah. down. Like, don't rest it on the arm thing. Just like had it have it hanging and that helps you keep it loose. And it, it really didn't hurt that much. And now it hurts. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry that you went through that, but get your flu shot, you guys. Being sick, it's hard. It's it's hard, it's nasty, it's wrong. Ooh, and the flu you, is miserable. Yeah, you, you miss out on life. Well, <sighs> should we pull over? I think we should pull over on over to the Mega Mall, which is off the side of the road. Whoa. Yeah. Wait. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for, gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and you know your work issues or your friend issues your relationship issues but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where... There's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LND. Oh my God. Did you ever go to those little Santa's Villages places? Oh yeah. Wow. That was like, I want to find another one of those. Mm -hmm. We used to have to drive really far in Colorado to get to one, but it was like in the forest and it was like called the North Pole, which I'm sure all of them are. And it was really fucking cute and everything was Christmas themed Best times. Love it. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. No, it is not what we're talking about. We're doing a little miniature holiday gift guide. Just having a loose little Mm -hmm. chat for y'all about things that would make some good gifts because I know personally, I, it's okay. It's like all year I think about, oh, I could get that for somebody or I could get that for somebody. And then the, Mm -hmm. the time comes and I go, I can't think of one single fucking thing to get somebody. Absolutely. So we probably just start the conversation because now is the time. To be buying some Right, and we stuff. did get this requested. Oh. And if we wait any longer, it's going to be too late. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the most frequently asked questions is what to get a dad. And I've got some in there. But I'm going to start with my under $10 present. Wow. Which is, and you'll be shocked to hear this from me, Amazon Basics Emergency Seatbelt Cutter <laughs> and Window Hammer Tool 
two pack for eight dollars and fifty four cents. Two of them. You can put them in two people's stockings. Pre- stocking is the word, and yeah, you can do that. And then I've got one for a son to buy a mother because I think that sometimes if you're a son. You don't know, like, what brands your mom might like. Like, I feel like dads are harder to buy for, but then if you're a guy buying for your mom, I don't know. So, face masks from Loops or Dr. Jart, around $50. Good present because they're always used. Even if she already has some, Mm -hmm. she'll still use these ones. They're a good brand. She'll be happy with it. Not too expensive. Right in that middle range. spot, sort of. Gender neutral a present, but kind of expensive here. But this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I got this for my dad. A towel warmer. Ooh, that's Such luxurious. Such a lovely experience. Yeah. A lovely experience. It is about 100 to $150. You can find one for like 70 but it's not the highest rated, like 4.4 mm-hmm. on Amazon. Um, I got one of these for me as well. Let me tell you, blew my socks off. Gender neutral. Gender neutral <laughs> present here. You can get this for anybody uh, if you love them a lot. And it's really comforting. It makes you feel very high class mm. and l- luxe. Okay, a couple more dad present ideas mm. here. Uh, Groupon wine tours mm. or Etsy personalized items. Mm. Tile brand trackers for phone, wallet, and Ooh. keys because I know dads be losing they things. They do be losing things. That's, that's, my, that's my list. That's some good shit. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. This will be on the social media. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, if you don't have an Owala water bottle or no one in your life does yet, you have to get one. I'm sorry. It's just I'm at a point at this point where I've talked about it every week. If you don't have one yet, I don't know what you're doing. This water bottle has changed my life. Not to evangelize about the water bottle again, but it literally is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I love it desperately, honestly. Um, Okay. You know, if you wanted to get a good gift for a woman in your life or anyone mm. who's a candle lover, you can get oh, a track oh. five candle. That's a great gift. They're only $28 yeah. and Whoa, they burn and they last a long time and it's a, it's a good burn. And I do have two new ones coming out very soon. <laughs> um, so that's something. Okay. So if you just need a stocking stuffer for someone in your life who loves makeup, mm. the Tarte Maracuja lip plumping stuff is great. I think they're like $17 and it's just a it's a good thing. It's trendy. The TikTok girlies are using them. Um, for dads, every dad wants a Yeti mug. <laughs> if you haven't gotten your dad one yet, that this is the year because I have had to get one for every uh, male in my family. They all want mm-hmm. one. It's like the number one most requested gift for men or something. I don't know. Wow. A Yeti mug. I don't know why they like it. But they get very excited by it. Um, And they're very masculine. Um, If you need a special gift for someone, and this is very niche, but if you're um, maybe someone who's lost somebody recently, or, you know, I got this for my mom. Um, Her grandmother had died a couple years before this, but it was, I found a a note from my grandmother, uh, sorry, my great grandmother, her grandmother, um, that had love you on it in her handwriting, in my great grandma's handwriting. So I got my mom a little gold bar necklace that had love you in my in her grandma's handwriting it was oh my God. a really lovely gift um it's, oh it was God. like 60 dollars on etsy if that's you know that could be something really special for somebody if you're looking for something special um uh i would say massage gift cards go over very well 
Oh, that's big. Yeah. That's big. Because it feels more personal mm -hmm. than like a regular money massage or a regular money gift card. Yeah, I feel it feels personal. It feels like, hey, I want you to treat yourself, get yourself something. Um, if you have any Gen Z or Gen Alpha cousins, get them the Alex Earl like phone light. It's like $19 on Amazon. Yeah. For grandmothers, nice bath stuff or like a good hand cream. They love that shit. And here's just a little bonus gift that like moms love or maybe just for you if you are if your grandparents are asking for what to get you maybe. Um so, and other stories. Oh, story worth. Or is that not what you're no, saying? No, I'm just going to say there's this brand called And Other Stories. They're mostly a clothing brand, but they also have like body products. And I don't know what it is that they did here, but um they have a scent that's called Pearl de Coco. It's the exact same scent as the Sol de Janeiro stuff. Love that scent. Same That's a life-changing scent. scent. And it's a life-changing scent. And this stuff is $20 as opposed to like the 60 that you would be spending on that. And it's it's the same. It's exactly the same. It's crazy. Um, and it's beautiful and it's gold and it's shiny. So like that's a lovely gift as well just to get that set. I love that. One of the things the um – the necklace reminded me of my mom got me a pie plate with her pie recipe written in her handwriting etched <laughs> onto it. And that's the best gift I've ever gotten. So that if there's any like yeah. family recipe or just something that's sentimental and our sponsor story worth. I, oh, that's a good gift too. I love that as well. Very personal if mm -hmm. you haven't heard the news. Um, okay, so should we answer... A couple more questions that we got on the Instagram. Absolutely. Let's answer some questions. Okay. So this one kind of fits the theme of what we're talking about. And we've gotten this a few times since we started the podcast. Um, everyone else seems to love their boyfriend's family. But what if you don't? <laughs> and someone else asked about like seeing their partner's family for the holidays. Like that kind of vibe. Mm. And I've. I've never experienced this, but I have had a boyfriend that my family didn't like. <laughs> Not the most recent one. The one no. that cheated on me. Um, well. <laughs> yeah, then I think they knew. They never told me that they knew. Did I ever tell you that they, like, knew that he didn't take care of our dogs when he said that he did? <laughs> while they were out of town and they were like gonna pay him to watch our dogs and he was like yeah i came and then my mom came home and the dogs were covered in shit because he like <gasps> didn't actually let them out and then i asked him about it and he was like oh my god they must have done that after i left i totally was going but then later when i found out that my parents had video cameras they finally <gasps> admitted to me that they knew he didn't come to the house because oh they like saw god. on the cameras Can like a year later i found that out so they didn't dogs. love that man they yeah. didn't love him they did not love him <laughs> i think like first of all there are plenty of reasons that your family or your partner's family can dislike you without it being valid. <laughs> I think we've seen a lot of like things on Twitter recently about um, parents just kind of hating their daughter-in-laws, having like a weird <laughs> complex about their son's girlfriend or fiance or wife. Mm -hmm. And that's tough. That's yeah. so tough. I think number one is having a really candid conversation with your partner before you go there being like, I really need you to have my back in these conversations. I need you to like stick up for me. I don't want you to get mean or like start a fight, mm -hmm. but I would like to feel that I'm not alone in this situation. That's a beautiful if anything way to happens. put that. Yeah. And I think 
don't drink while yeah, you're there. Yeah, that's probably a good idea too. <laughs> Be a little careful. Um, you always, I'm really bad at this because I'll like, I'll take stuff and I won't say anything and then I'll snap and say one thing that's just like absolutely inappropriate instead of just kind of being passive aggressive the whole time and making little comments that are kind of technically okay. Like you can get away with it <laughs> without people being like, I cannot believe she said this one horrid thing. Right. You've got to really watch yourself. Watch your time. Don't give them ammo. You know what exactly. I mean? Don't give them. But if you're being disrespected, I think it's okay to say this feels disrespectful to me. And I also I in think my it's okay to expect that your partner would stick up for right. you. Yeah, you that know? they would say it. Yeah. You know, um, my mom always says like when you get married, you don't just marry that person, you marry their family too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's definitely something to be aware of that like there's yeah. a chance you end up in a situation where they have cr- a crazy family that, I mean, all of our families are crazy, you know, but like it's very mm-hmm. possible that they have a family that, you are not going to get along with. Um, right. And, and I, can you handle that? Like, is it worth it? Are you okay with that? How often are you going to have mm-hmm. to see them? Like, how close do they live? Like, my mom did not like my dad's family, but they weren't close. Like, my dad and his parents, mm-hmm. you know, they, they we know, I saw my grandparents like twice in my own life before they died, you know, like that's, mm-hmm. so it was doable. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't, um, I can't imagine how hard that would be. So if you're you're going through that and that's something that you're dealing with right now, I'm so sorry. Like yeah. that sounds awful. Yeah, I'm really sorry because like <laughs> yeah. that's supposed to be one of the upsides I think of marrying someone yeah. or just being with someone is like you get another family that's like a support system. They can watch your kids when you need yes. them to. Like they can take on the burden and if instead they're going to add stress to all of those stressful family situations, that's really hard. That's such an interesting thing. Like, why do you think that that happens? Like, why is, is, are there so many stories of families not getting along? Or do you think it's just because we only hear about the ones that are really bad that it seems like it's common? But I feel like it is kind of common. I know that there's like a lot of boy moms who have weird complexes. I think we've seen that there's like a weird amount of women like that who get kind of weird um I don't know I think my family even when they haven't liked my partners they've been very nice to them of course they've always been super friendly and made them feel welcome and I don't know if I think I would only be mean to my children's dating whatever if they were like actually horrible people and I really wanted them to break (laughs) up (laughs) so i don't know it's hard it's hard to think about how so many people can kind of get bitchy like that even if they're nice in other ways i was just gonna say i do think though that like the responsibility does fall more on the one who's related to them to like absolutely they should be defending you um Mm -hmm. and i think on on your end you know go into it with the expectation that like it's probably gonna be different from like your family's experience yeah um i would just if you know that they're like a finicky kind of bunch, like just try mm-hmm. not to rock the boat. Just try to go along with things as long as they're not like actively disrespecting you. Like it's okay right. to be like, this is fucking weird. I don't like this in your own head while, yeah. you know, kind of letting things lie. But obviously if things get to a really bad point, like that's a conversation you probably should have with your partner beforehand. Like this is too far or, you know, maybe mm. your mother-in-law always makes a comment about your weight, like, and you have to be like, if she makes that comment again, like you need to say something because it's disrespectful. Right. Yeah. 
Also to give you a little hope, I do have like family members that I know parts of the because my mom has seven siblings. So we have like a lot of different nuclear families going on. Mm. But I know that like people didn't like someone when they were a girlfriend but like over the course of the marriage and them having kids they've started to like them more and they've like gotten closer and gotten past it so i do think that unless they're absolutely horrible to (laughs) you and there's no shot that things could get better there is a chance that like once they realize okay this is serious she's not going anywhere or he's not going anywhere and like they're they my child seems happy and you know this is the person that they're spending their life with they might make more of an effort and then start to see you in a better light and things can get better right because theoretically all a parent should want is for their kid to be happy yeah maybe maybe you just make them miserable and your their family's picking up on that could be <laughs> could be maybe you've got bad vibes <laughs> Maybe you just have terrible vibes. No, I would never. Oh, my God. That's like the meanest thing you can say yeah, to someone that's is that you have really bad say. vibes. Like even like, okay, like my brother, like if he ever brought someone home, like he and I aren't close, but like I'd like to see him happy. You know, I would. Right. And you would be nice to the I girl. I would be nice to the girl. It's not her fault. She's dating my brother, you know, <laughs> or guy. Um, Can we think of anything else to say to these people? No, mm. just good luck, dude. Like I, it's hard. Good and luck. You're not crazy. Don't let them gaslight you. (laughs) Yeah, don't let that happen. And if your partner is someone who's like, oh, no, my mom didn't do anything wrong. She like she didn't say I think you should worry about that more than the family themselves. Like, yeah, how your partner reacts. I would pay attention to that in the aftermath. Absolutely. Also, yes, because if they don't have your back, like that's the person who needs to have your back the most. Yeah, totally. It doesn't if your mother-in-law doesn't like you. Fine. As long as her son does. Mm-hmm. Okay, what app do you want to bring back and make popular again? <gasps> what a good question. Weirdly, this is going to sound weird, but Vine. Like, I feel like I oh. like the six-second time limit. Like, I feel like it was um, it was more innovative. <laughs> like, like, you think there's space for there to be TikTok and yeah, Vine? Yeah, I think that there's room I for it to that. be two different types of thing. I like... I kind of miss the idea of MySpace. Like, mm-hmm. I think that MySpace could come God, back yeah. and replace Facebook. And also, I just miss, in general, when apps were messier. Like, I tweeted about this recently. You did. But, like, the MySpace top six, when Snapchat showed who your best friends that were. Was crazy. When Instagram was showing who you were liking and who you were following. Like, all of that stuff, I miss that. We need to insert that we back We need more mess. App. Yeah, you're right. We need more mess. I also would bring back, God, what was that app? Oh, it was, like, Pinterest Lite. Um, oh, my God, I don't remember what it was called. We... Wanello? Oh, oh, wait. Is it the one that was just photos? Yeah. And it was just, and you could buy stuff, I think, also. I don't know. That might not be what I'm thinking of. There was like. (gasps) Yeah, what was the one that was just photos and like. It was just photos and people would have it in their Instagram bios for some reason. It was like a. Yes, yes. What was that? And there were uh, filters on it and and people would use the filters. And it was like, I feel like it kind of gotten pushed aside by stories because it was sort of like... It was sort of ephemeral like that? It was selfies, but it wasn't like as good as like, I'm going to put this on my Instagram feed. Yeah. Oh, I never But it was very it. like, it was very aesthetic. It was so aesthetic. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> We're going to remember. It. I'm going to remember tonight. I don't it's remember. Gonna be late. I don't remember any apps really other than, I mean, I don't know what I was using. Like Doodle I Jump. Like, 
I feel like all the apps I used, I still use. The Kim Kardashian game. Okay, that I'm not allowed to use. <laughs> You're not allowed to use that. I remember the first time I got an iPhone. Oh, it was really yeah. cool that there were like there were like mirror apps. Yeah, and like I was so into that. Flashlight apps and like just basic things that like seemed really cool. Well, it was but cool it was because just... you always had it in your pocket. Like that was new. That was brand new. It was new at the time. And then there was like a roller coaster app, and that was the first time I had like a handheld motion detecting thing that, mm-hmm. like, if I put it to the left, like the cart would move to the left. I thought it was so cool. Are we aging ourselves? We're aging ourselves, but I remember when iPhone had an app that was just popping bubble wrap. Yeah. Like yeah. that, people were very excited by that. That went double platinum. Yeah. No features. Yeah. Yeah. There was one that was like a lighter. <laughs> I would actually love to hear other people's. Um, Because I feel like we're not thinking of things. I would love to hear people's thoughts on this, if there's an app you'd like to bring back. Or like a website or something like that. A website now. Oh, Club Penguin, Girlsgogames.com. There are just not websites for kids that are like just for kids anymore, I swear. And probably there are if you're actually a kid. But I just miss there being spaces for little girls to play games. My scene. My scene. That was the my best. scene was the fucking. I would still play my scene right now. There, there weren't even that many options, nope. but I could spend hours, hours upon hours and like date. Like it lasted a long time that I yeah. was going on my scene. Oh yeah, I loved dress up games too. Like yeah. dressupgames.com. dot com. Still do, still do, still do. Addictinggames.com. Addictinggames.com. I don't think it exists anymore because all those flash games are gone. Because they got rid of Flash. That's so fucking sad. That's what I would bring Black. Bing, bing, oh. Bring, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a fucking stroke. That's what I would bring back. Flash. I would just bring back Flash. So I could play all my Wait, little games. let me games. just test it. Let me test it really fast. Addictinggames.com. Okay, they do have a website. But I don't know if it's like all the same ones. You can't that it play used a lot have. of the they old ones. They look different. Yeah, like you, you can't. Oh, they've got Bloons Tower Defense on there. I love Bloons Tower Defense. I play that all the you fucking silly time. Silly girl. I love that game. Silly, silly girl. Um. Okay. Do you do you know what mulch TikTok is? If not, I think you'd be interested. Right. I've heard rumblings about <laughs> mulch TikTok, but I don't know anything about it. Also, can I? Ju- I'll say this. Maybe mm. it is something I'd be into, but I don't care for mulch. Whoa. I'll say it. I think it's stinky, and I don't oh. think it looks that nice. No, 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 no. You're thinking of no, fertilizer. I'm thinking of mulch. I think it has a very no, distinct odor. It does. Mulch smells nice. Mulch, to me, stinky. Don't like it. It has a really sharp scent I don't like. Oh, my God. I have, like, so many memories of back when we had yards and didn't live in California, <laughs> we would go to the the mulch yard once a year and go get our new mulch for the year. And then we would all, as a family, spread the mulch around <laughs> around the yard. Okay. Have you never spread mulch? You've never gone to a mulch yard, gotten the mulch and spread it? I, I'll be honest, that's not an experience I've ever had. Maybe if I had those experiences, I wouldn't think it was stinky, but I do. I don't like the way it smells. Oh, my God. And there were all kinds of different mulch. Mm. And you would look at the piles and be like, what shade of mulch mm. s- is speaking yeah, to me speaking this to year? Me. Yeah. And it was hard to bring back. You had to, like, get a truck to follow you home wow. with all of your mulch. And then they would 
drop it down and you would shovel it. You know, no, I'm loving. I haven't seen mulch TikTok, but it seems like it I'd seems be like more you interested would be than really you. into it. Like I think this person was right about you being really into mulch talk. People can really tell which one of us is talking on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, be- I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever posted on the Instagram, I though. That's so I don't why, because like, they know it's you. <laughs> but, but like, I think that I often use weird capitalization and ellipse, like, a lot of ellipses. You do. Like, I you think that... You have a really distinct turn of phrase. Hmm. And you do as well. I do. We both have very distinct turns of... Turn, mm-hmm. So I think that even if you were posting on the Instagram, people would know people that it would was me. know if it was, yeah. Maybe we can do an experiment. We should do an experiment. I'd love for you to post on the Instagram <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> just a story. Yeah. Just a little story. Maybe like a little a, story. Just like check in on, you know. Yeah, just like, hey And girls. see if they can tell. Yeah. So you guys should watch out on the Instagram. If you see a story that feels like this might be Ellie in the comment, next week. is this Ellie? Comment, is this Ellie? <laughs> Because apparently some people can't DM us, but if you reply to a story, you can. Okay, slay. Um, should we do one more yeah, or should we move one, on to the tarot card? Let's do one more. Um, how about how to not be crusty in the winter? That Lotion. was one of them, right? Lotion. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> it is one of the questions, but lotion. <laughs> okay. No, I I am um, running my humidifier mm. because it is a little bit more dry. Mm-hmm. I am using like hair oils mm-hmm. because my hair is a little more dry. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing? I I feel like oh exfoliating definitely for sure. exfoliating. I like to do in the summer. I don't do this as much because it's a bit overkill. But in the winter, I I do the lotion oil combo. I get an oil that smells like the lotion, right. and you have to do one after the other. Lotion first, then oil. Um, and it is The oil really locks it in. It really locks that moisture in. Um, but I also mm-hmm. think like being dry and crusty in terms of makeup, um, hot take. This is my hot take because I think that people think of like summer makeup as very like um, not wearing a lot of makeup, right? Because you're sweating. Mm. I also think when it's really cold, you don't want to be like caking on foundation because your skin is oh because it gets drier it's dry yeah. and you can see dry patches and you can tell that it's mm. kind of on there i would go with truly not even cream products like as little makeup in the winter as you can get away with because you can see it like you can see it more in the winter yeah and more sunscreen mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes we think we don't need as much sunscreen in the winter you need it and that's part of why you're getting drier is and because crusty. you're not wearing sunscreen yeah and and crusty, and crusty, mind oh, you. Um, lip masks or using like a something for bedtime, like before bed. Because oh yeah. my god, I don't know about you. Laneige, Laneige has a good one. Laneige, yeah. Um, a good and mask. if you need a dupe, the Elf one, the Elf Holy Hydration Lip Mask. It's pretty good. Um, it's good, and my lips get crazy in the winter, so I do spring for like. I'm not even going cute in the winter. Like I'm Blistex. Like mm. I'm like round the clock blistex because if i don't my lips look like it's a bad situation and do you know okay did Mm. you know that if you if your lips are chapped for too long it's like they start getting flat like they start you know like my lips look thinner when i don't 
when they're not hydrated. Moisturize. Yeah. Them. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Because mm-hmm. they're not plump. They're and not what's plump? Plump is a little Moist bigger. and dewy and big. Oh, and dare I say, dare I say my number one, aloe-infused fuzzy socks. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Always. Wow. Every time. Do you get dry You gotta get feet? a fresh batch every year. Um, it's not necessarily that I get dry feet. I just get really cold feet. Mm. And then the aloe-infused ones are even better than just regular fuzzy socks. And, dare I say, aloe-infused tissues. Because if your nose yeah. is going to be drip-dripping in the yes, winter. exactly. Yes, aloe-infused it, because it gets chapped. And then guess what? Crusty nose and your makeup is not going to stick on that. Honestly, I just use a lot of like Aquaphor, regular Aquaphor for a lot of things. Yeah, like, Aquaphor is a, a multi-purpose. You can even do makeup with Aquaphor. What? If you put it on your lashes, it gives them definition without it like clumps them and, and lifts them a little bit. Um, if you put it on your cheek, obviously it can look like a highlight. Aquaphor makeup. Oh my God. It's amazing. Oh my God. You know what? Let's do a let's do a tarot let's card. Let's do a tarot reading. card reading. Let's do a traffic report. Yeah, beep beep. Beep 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 beep. Did you see the video of James Charles as Lucy Gray, Lucy Gray? No. Oh my god, it's horrible. I have to send it to you right now. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I can't believe you didn't see this. I wasn't on social media for like the last four days, literally. Like this is the longest I've been without actually checking socials. There's so many YouTube videos I want to watch. It's crazy. Did he even go to work? Well, he didn't work on Friday. And or today. So we were together Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And he left today. Oh, wait, wait, here it is. Wait, oh, this is so funny. Wait. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta. I want to hear watch your it reaction. Now? To, no, like I want you to watch it, and I want to hear your reaction to it on on screen. Yes, yes, please. Okay, so Michaela has sent me James Charles channels Lucy Gray in new TikTok. Yeah, doesn't stun, mind you. Yes. <laughs> bad but it's, it's so unsettling scare. yeah it's so unsettling it's definitely a jump scare <laughs> it's his expression it's He's, like the way yeah it's so it's dark it's de- yeah it is dark-sided yeah it's uh mm-hmm. there's something demonic about it thank you you're thank welcome. you yeah no i i forever and always will agree with you on that queen <laughs> so what do we need to know this winter what's our vibe how do we not see crusty this winter cards how do we not get the ugly girl blues this winter? Ooh, okay. Well, the card I pulled is the High Priestess. Love pulling Major Arcana. It's got a pomegranate on it. Um, It is reversed, but I think High Priestess is like, she's very powerful. You know, she's sort of a business bitch. She's sort of a CEO. The High Priestess is about intuition. So yeah, when it's reversed, it's like you're there's you're placing restrictions on yourself. Um, you're not using your intuition. Maybe you have a secret. Mm. Like there's oh there's a little blockage <laughs> in you mentally that is not allowing you to live your best life or move to your full potential. And I actually think it it could be it kind of relates back to what we were talking about in the beginning. I was where just like, thinking that if you visualize your life 
assuming mm-hmm. everything went perfectly, um, it could be helpful to you to remove some of those blocks. I don't know. You're like spiritually congested. Yeah. That's a beautiful way to put that. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Because I, in my head, I first thought of the word constipated and I said, absolutely not. Spe- and I'm then spiritually constipated. Speaking of constipated, <laughs> let me just say, and I hope that he stopped listening by now because he does listen to this podcast. I didn't poop for like five days. I cannot have a man living with me. It's crazy. I had to poop in a restaurant last night because I just was like, I cannot be near this because like, it's crazy. And your bathroom, bathroom is so right close outside to my room. door. There's no hiding it. You need to like say you're going to take a shower. Yeah, that's a good strategy. But and, and I fit it into the mm, shower time. Yeah, but the the problem what had happened was then my uh, my body kind of got stage fright because I was right. like, listen, yeah. you have no, you have to yeah. poop right now. A time limit. Yeah, you know, exactly. and and yeah. it just was yeah. like no. Um, birthday pigs. Hey, birthday pigs. Hey, birthday girl. pigs. Step on up. Curtis, Katie, Maya, Nathan, Flower Pig, Georgia, Zachary. Um, we could maybe put this to the 12 days of Christmas at some point. <laughs> On the first day of Christmas, a birthday pig named Curtis came to me. Katie, Maya, Nathan, Flower Pig, Georgia, and Zachary. Birthday pigs. Yeah. Curtis, Katie, Maya, Nathan, Flower Pig, Georgia, Zachary, and a partridge in a pear tree. Ellie is back in the workshop. Whatever. I'm ending the episode right now. We love you guys so much. Um, our Instagram is Late Night Drive Pod. Send us things to talk about. We love to see it. Comment on our posts. We need engagement. And you know what? That's on you. It's your burden. <laughs> you have to take that on and figure out which one of us is posting. Um, <laughs> our Patreon, patreon.com slash Late Night Drive Pod. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff on there. We're doing an Am I the Asshole Reddit episode this week on there. That's cute and fun. And do you have any any other housekeeping, Ellie? No housekeeping. Like, just, like, hope you're having a great holiday season so far. Totally. I hope you've got a tree, maybe. I hope you've lit some yummy candles. Yeah, I just hope you're having a great time. And I love you guys. We love you guys so, 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 mm. so, so much. You wouldn't believe how much you mean to us. And as always, have a good day. Have a good night wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Hope it's a great one. We will catch you on our very next drive. Thank you for coming to Lindnight Drive. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. Oh, I changed the you words. You did. On I accident. saw that. No, it's I okay. Didn't mean it's to okay. Do that. No, it's it was okay. an accident. I liked it. Okay, bye. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.